Hello and welcome to House of Wine, the podcast. This podcast will help you deepen your intimate life with God, give you practical insight in how to develop a rhythm of prayer, and finally ground your journey in a revelatory discovery of the scripture. Thanks for joining me. So hello and welcome to um, episode 7 of this season. Um, And yeah, we've been slowly just discussing ideas around the glory, um, how God manifests himself and and the nature of God, who he is as a person. And um, this week, I, I want to just um, share some thoughts around something the Lord has been impressing upon my heart over the last couple of weeks. And I feel that it has a relevance um, both individually um, for our individual walk with the Lord, but also our, our corporate discovery of the Lord and, and where the Lord is beginning to shift us um, as a body so that we can be prepared and we can be ready for what he's desiring to do um, in the coming season. And and um, I, I believe that the Lord is longing actually to, to draw us into deeper places of his heart. It's actually the whole reason why I even began to do this podcast is because I know that there's, there's been something um, in me and, and in my walk with the Lord where um, there's been this deep, deep longing in my heart to discover um, something of the presence of God, something of the raw presence and power of God, something of who He is that that is um, fully immersive, um, something that is disruptive, something that is confrontational. Um, you know, I I've spent time you know looking into into history and and people who had significant visitations of the Lord or, or um, regions or nations on the earth who who really have had. Um, the kind of disruptive visitations that um, that have impacted history, that have marked history, and I believe sometimes, um, or one of the one of the um, the most consistent battles that we we face in our Western culture is um, a battle of just staying focused and staying um, staying gripped on this one single. Um, simple desire, which is to um, to gaze at the beauty of the Lord, to behold Him all the days of our life. The simple pursuit to just be at His feet and to minister to Him. And um, you know, our Western culture is so full of um, busyness and distraction, and it's constantly trying to rob us. It's uh, it's constantly trying to hook. Um, our souls and distract our mind, our will and emotions, and draw us into um, things that are of lesser value than this simple pursuit, this pilgrimage of the heart to be confronted with the the wonder and the well and the mystery and um and and the raw energy, the raw power of who Jesus is. And you know, it's not enough for us to. Just talk about um, the majesty of who he is, the worthiness of who he is. Um, it's not enough for us to have sound doctrine, although I highly value that. It's not enough for us to be able to articulate from the scripture um, the the immensity of God's love. Something needs to happen in our hearts where we are marked with the eternal burning flame 
of his divine love, where something grips our inside and 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 penetrates through the murkiness and the noisiness and the distraction that is in your day-to-day life and um and and brands you with the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And um I've had several seasons in my life and I even can feel the burning on me now um several seasons in my life where God has so disrupted my world um with with his love and with with a raw um encounter a raw um taste of what his divine nature really is that it's it's unraveled me and it's undone me and it's shifted my whole world to um to think to myself how do i facilitate him how do i accommodate him in my life not just as a moment not just a season of you know 6 years ago when i when i sought the lord when i humbled myself and sought the lord no i want to live um, I want to live as as one who um, is in need. I want to I want to be the pure in heart that will see God. I, I want to be that person who um, who never lets that hunger and that that um, that interior um, desire to to dissipate. And um, yes, I, I I really believe God is wanting us to come into a time of um, humility where we we let him um, we let his holy spirit through fellowship with his spirit we let him unravel us and we let him build in us a fresh wineskin a fresh longing um, we join in the eternal um, communion of the spirit son and father where the spirit's gr- the spirit groans to encounter the son and and um and we join in that groaning. We join in that upward draft into the presence of God, and and um, and He's really wanting to to kindle something in us of a hunger, and spiritual hunger. It's a grace that's given. It's not about. It's not a striving thing. It's a grace that's given that that causes us to be drawn in to um to the innocence of of Trinitarian love into the eternal song. That they share with one another, and it's not enough to just say that you have the fullness of God. I believe in in finished work theology. I I teach it. I I live by. Um, if any of you know Mark Greenwood, I'm sure most people who are listening to this know Mark Greenwood. He he's one of my closest friends, and and um, I believe in in the idea of of inherited righteousness, the gift of grace, um, the finished work. But I also believe that one of the apostolic prayers of Paul the Apostle was that we would be filled with all the fullness of God, that we would come to know through an experience for ourselves the love of God that is beyond. It expands beyond what your mind can comprehend, what your mental capacity can handle. It's, it's a fully immersive experience with with the substance of Jesus, the substance of his who he is, his presence, his person. And um I think I, I've shared it a little bit, but you know, I've had a couple of times this year where um I've been I've been in a time of prayer. The first time it happened, um I was I was just alone in, in my house and um I was waiting I was waiting on the Lord and um it was like it was like something um from within me um started to shine forth it was like the glory 
of God. It was like it was like my inner eyes, my my heart's eyes began to open up and I I suddenly was was comprehending um, or tasting of um, on a deeper level than a mental level. I'm not talking about um, just information. I'm talking about something of a knowing, a heart knowledge, a cardiognosis was happening on the inside of me and it was like Jesus walked in my, in my room and I didn't see him with my physical eyes. Seeing in the spirit is not always about what you see with your physical eyes or with your, your, um, your inner eyes. It's, it's, it's a, there's a deeper place of seeing that is about knowing. It's about um, you know, comprehending on a deeper level something of God in the mystery. And um, it was like he was standing in front of me and, and his, his emanating um, love was just pouring out from him. And I, I immediately was on my face, and and um, and something was branded in on my ins the inside of me around his worthiness, and around his eternal ma- majestic um gloriousness that um despite the the fragility of our age and and the shakiness of the world around us, like Psalm forty six says, he will be exalted among the nations, that he will be exalted among the nations. And I realized the worthiness of the Lord and, and um, something in my heart knew that, um, that it was what, you know, what, what the Apostle Paul says, that he would suffer the loss of, of all things for the sake um, to know him, for the knowledge, the, the, the excellency of the knowledge of the Son of God. And it was like I knew that in my heart, beyond my mental capacity to comprehend, and and something in me just the immediate result was was a deeper, um, a response of surrender that was really it was coming by way of a revelation. See, one um, Ephesians one, I think it's around eighteen, is that the Spirit illuminates the eyes of our heart. He 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 shines light in the eyes of our heart. And um, yeah, he he awakens our capacity, our inner capacity to comprehend God on a deeper level than just the the intellect. I love, I've been living in Psalm 24 and I, I believe God's calling us as a generation to be the generation of, of Jacob that begin to wrestle um, with the Lord, that begin to, to demand um, what he, he has promised through, through the new covenant. You know, Jacob was up all night wrestling with the Lord, with the Lord himself. And, and I believe we're, we are um, coming into a time where we're going to see a generation. And I'm not talking about an age. I'm talking about a generation that truly is going to wrestle um, with the Lord to, to see um, the fullness of what has been promised through the new covenant come into manifestation. But it says that we're to lift up um, our heads. Lift up you heads, um, Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, O everlasting doors, and let the King of Glory, that the King of Glory shall come in. 
And I know there's this idea um, through the scripture that um, actually the way that we begin to step into realms of visitation is through discovering the language of of the heart and and discovering um, and and coming to terms with this faculty within ourselves that God's given us that actually becomes like a gateway that opens up to the realm of the spirit, that opens up to the heavenly dimensions. And I remember I had a hunger for God within me, but I was very, for a long time, um, untrained in a language, the language of my heart. And I began to pursue spiritual things even at times and and long for encounters with the glory and with the presence of God. And I would wait on the Lord for for extended amounts of time. And, and even I would have encounters with His glory, but um, there, it took me a while to realize the path of surrender that begins to unlock your heart. And I believe that there's something about these other faculties that we have, the mind, the will, and the emotion that are meant to be submitted to our life in the spirit that... Um, that where we have this intimate connection with the Lord that really finds its grounding in our heart. And um, it took me a while to be unraveled by the Lord and he, he had to prepare me, he had to slowly reveal himself to me. He had to reveal his nature and his kindness through the scripture as I pursued him actually for several years before um, my my um, there was a revelation formed inside of me so that when an encounter of his love that completely unlocked my heart and I shared about it a couple of a couple of episodes ago where I had a, a visitation of the Lord where really it felt like burning um, hot oil just coursed through my my being for extended periods of time like God visited in such a powerful way that it was like um the a comprehension for the eternal reality of who we are in him would just start to open up in in front of me and i would suddenly see the world just disappear my surroundings disappear the material world would just disappear from around me and something in me was was so in tune with my eternal bond with the lord my eternal union with christ and i believe it was it was one of the most um you know especially a couple of times because it happened over a season where it would happen um it, ha- it these kind of immersive encounters happened um a couple of times but several of those were were really like what I what the what the saints I believe is what the saints would call a true ecstatic encounter where my whole being oh my whole being was so um coming to terms with the idea that it's no longer I who live but it's Christ who lives in me my my heart's knowledge of the living Christ who's who's come and taken um his place within my heart he's he's possessed my being um he's hidden me in his substance it was like every cell in my body was was coming alive to that reality and it was just pulsing with the presence of God and it was the unraveling it unraveled everything in my world um every area of insecurity in my life um, came to the surface every every area where fear had um had access or where fear was really resting on um what was god's inheritance in my life um it it exposed itself it, it became evident and perfect love began to drive it out and it was um it was a life-altering um encounter 
really one of those just totally shifting encounters and um to be completely honest it, it wasn't at the time fully um understood by a lot of people um what was happening in that time but i know what's happened to my my inside world and i know that even um some of the things that the lord is is birthing in, in my life and in my family's life is as a result um, of the seed that he that he planted in that season of visitation and 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 some of the things that he broke off from around my life that created a pathway of of liberty and freedom so that he could start to shift um himself into these these areas of of favor and um and territory that he was desire desiring to take things that were assignments over our life um things of destiny that are now we're beginning to just step into but he had to establish his love by totally unraveling um my world and it was powerful but i before that encounter i wasn't too in tune with the dynamics of what was going into my heart and um you know just referencing that scripture in psalm 24 um, I realized that engaging with some of these dimensions of of visitation and encounter with the Lord, um, the gateway in the Christian tradition is the gateway of the heart. And in the New Age, they talk about all sorts of gateways and chakras and um, different things that you can go into the spirit realm and you can access the spirit realm. But but um, Christianity has this simple doorway. <laughs> And the simple doorway is this, this doorway of the heart where it's through this, this pathway of affection. It's through this pathway of pleasure. Brother Lawrence, you know, he, he talked about just um, his, his lifestyle, where he, how he cultivated the presence of God. And he would, he would sum it up by saying he would just turn his attention, his heart's attention to the Lord in fond regard. <laughs> And um, and that was his consistent pathway of of coming into a discovery of of the presence of God. And he said that sometimes he would have raptures inwardly and outwardly that was so um, overwhelming that he had to go through means to. And I'm paraphrasing, but um, if you want to check it out, read the practice of the presence of God. But he'd he'd have to go to um to means to to stop people from recognizing what was happening to him because he was filled with such bliss. And he said. Um, his constant attention to the Lord resulted in the Lord. He said, "He said the Lord would just speak to him incessantly and and bless him and and saturate him with His presence." And um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is wanting to unravel our hearts so that we begin to come into richer encounters, um, and and so that we begin to to walk into a pathway, um access a gateway because the lord's knocking on the door you know if, uh, revelation 320 he's he's knocking he stands at the door and he knocks and he's looking to come in and he's looking to dine he's looking to have a rich banquet a feast with us but we have to begin to realize that the gateway the door um is 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 our heart it's our heart in union with his and it's um and so, yeah, um, for me, it was like once I started to begin to to recognize how the Lord um, begins to unravel you, I, I, it changed my prayer life. It significantly changed my prayer life. And I mentioned that a couple of episodes ago. Um, and instead of me trying to think about um, what spiritual disciplines I would, I would engage with to try and come into the presence of God, I would look for what made my heart discover his pleasure. 
I would, I would feed my heart with things that revealed the kindness, the sweetness, the pleasure of the Lord. And I would let his love permeate my heart and it began to open a gateway. Um, the light of his face, the light of his countenance began to shine in, the, in my innermost being. And it begins to expand you on the inside. And so that you realize that realm of the spirit, that realm of encounter, that realm of the revelatory, the realm of, of heavenly places is all actually a realm that's inside of you. And the key is to receive his love and to live in the delight and the pleasure of his heart toward you. That's the face of God shining forth toward you in Christ. And, and to allow the Holy Spirit to make that alive in you. And as you begin to follow that pathway, it, it begins to unravel you because you discover that He all he wants is for you to let go and to trust. All he wants is for you to let go and, and allow yourself to be possessed by him. Allow yourself to receive his love, and as you begin to receive his love, he starts to take you deeper into his glory. He starts to take you deeper into realms of of his presence and and um of encounter that oh that are um that are marking that will shift your whole world that will um that will rattle you. And I, again, Psalm twenty four. I believe we are the generation. This is if we choose to be. If we just take the scriptures. As at face value, and and let's be that generation um, who seek Him, who seek His face, who seek the face of God, who wrestle with Him until we behold His glory. You know, even last night in my in my time of prayer, there's something um fresh in me that's that's just being um kindled. Uh, um, you might even, as I'm talking, feel it because it's it's really. Um, something's burning in me right now for us to to forsake um, forsake things that aren't that aren't facilitating this one thing to to really just ask for the spirit to shine in our hearts with clarity to see that which is limiting us and hindering us from really living um, a life that is wholly given to the Lord a, a life um, that is that is under the canopy of his love that abides under the shadow of his wings. Um, you know, it says in Isaiah 11 that, that Jesus, that his delight was in the fear of the Lord, that he lived his life out of that place of, of being governed by God's love, being swallowed up by the Father's love, and, and his whole world was oriented um, from, from that place. And so how do we, I just want to get practical for a second around um, the gateway of the heart, which because I feel like it's really important for us um, tapping into some of the deeper, the deeper places of, of intimacy with the Lord. And um, as I said, small keys open open big doors, and um, the heart is is unravelled when it feels safe to unravel. And part of um, you know, the contemplative journey or or developing um a life in God's presence, a deep life in His presence, where we're rooted and grounded in love, um, is having space to let your heart unravel i think i said it last week that i heard a quote that 
you know, the heart doesn't like to unravel. It doesn't like to be rushed in its unraveling, in its in its um, bloom, in its unfolding, to use various types of language to try and describe something. Um, but the thing that does cause it to, to relax and to open up is when it knows that it's safe, when it knows that it's held in love, in tenderness. And that's why so much of this pathway um, the, the life of, of really just being governed by the presence of God is about becoming like that baby that Brother Lawrence talks about in his book, The Practice of the Presence of God, who is, who is at the breast, who is really looking um, to be tenderly um, nurtured by the Lord, so to speak. It's not, um, it's not this pursuit of like pulling heaven down. It's about becoming like a baby who, who lives to receive the milk um, of the presence of God. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's a bit of a funny um, analogy, but um, it really describes the vulnerability of entrusting yourself wholly to the Lord. And it doesn't mean that you're not the lion too. It doesn't mean that you don't step into the lion nature of God and 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 the violence of, of um, you know, when the kingdom um, advances. But the heart remains in a place of, of being tenderly, um, nurtured by the Lord, and that's that's a key to to allowing your heart to unravel, is recognizing His nature, and discovering the light of the glory of God, the face, the image of God in Christ. So, um, two Corinthians four, it talks about it in um, in verse four it says it's talking about people who who don't come into the gospel, who don't receive the gospel, who are perishing. It says that their minds. Um, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and our and ourselves your bondservants for Christ's sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out, shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So if you partner that portion of Scripture with, say, Ephesians 1.18, where it talks about the Holy Spirit enlightening the eyes of your heart, shining light in the eyes of your heart, the light that's being flooded, the light that's permeating your heart is the image of God that is in the face of Christ. See, the Holy Spirit is longing to reveal the image of God and he's pointing to Jesus, who is the, the truth, who is the outraying of the glory of God. And he's, and he's saying, look at Jesus and you'll see the kindness of the Lord. You'll see the nature of God. You'll see his love. You'll see his overwhelming love. And he's continuing to, he's desiring to shine light in our inner man, in our heart, to awaken us to the love of God. And it causes our heart to unravel. It causes those eternal gates to start to um, lift up. And then the King of Glory can come in and he can start to have a rich feast with you. And the simplicity of it is, is coming into your prayer life. And I have talked a little bit about this, but instead of coming into your time with the Lord, your intentional time or or whatever it is, and, and thinking about how many principalities you're going to pull down and, and how to step into a realm of the glory, um, it's all awesome and all relevant. Um, I love the glory of God, but if we would take this simple posture of the heart, 
where we just say, Lord, um, I, I just offer, I offer myself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you. And I, I just choose to let you nurture me. I choose to, to receive um, the nourishment of that milk of your spirit um, and just to be, to, to be nourished by love, to be fortified in your love. And you allow your heart to unravel through this. It's this simple door of affection and pleasure. If you delight yourself in the Lord, you know it says in Psalm thirty-six that He that He um, satisfies with He satisfies us with the fatness, the abundance of His house, and He gives us to drink of the river of His delight. And at His right hand, pleasures forevermore. The unforced rhythm of grace is about discovering the pleasure, the sweetness of the presence of the Lord and letting that, the mist of his presence, the cloud of his presence, um, saturate you and, and, and then you step into the cloud and he takes you in and, and there's this updraft of, of the wind of his spirit that draws you into visitation encounters and draws you into the revelatory and draws you into um heavenly disruptive moments with the lord and more significantly i i think that um you know this is an individual pursuit to have our hearts unraveled by the love of god and to come into that ephesians three nineteen to know the love of god to be filled with all the fullness of god you know amplified to the richest measure of the divine presence a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. But I think that actually there's something of a corporate dimension of this as well that the Lord's calling us into where we really begin to, um, we really begin to wait on the Lord corporately and we begin to, to find the synergy of, of moving together as one body in our, in our pursuit, in our, in our posture of waiting and lingering and, and being immersed and saturated in the wine of his love so that um, corporate realms can begin to open up. It says in Acts 4 that the, that the multitude of the people were of one heart and one soul. One heart and one soul. And, and God's building a tabernacle in the spirit where he's knitting our hearts together in love. Ephesians 2.2.2, 2, 2, it says he's building us together into a dwelling place for God by his spirit. He's gathering us together through the bond of perfection, which is love that we can start to form this mystical tabernacle where God can, you know, according to 2 Corinthians 6, not 18, 19, where God can not only dwell in us individually, but where he can walk in our midst. This is the realm I'm talking about. It's, it's visitations of the Lord where he comes in such a significant way that it, it shifts a region, it shifts, um, you know, a location, a, a nation, a city, whatever. And, and you can see this all through history where people united, um, they got under that oil of unity which comes from the high priest, Psalm 133, which comes, it's rolling down from the high priest who is Christ. And, and we come under that oil of unity where we're priests unto our God, a holy nation before him. And, and we, we, we find the synergy of the spirit that builds this mystical tabernacle that that creates a hospitable hospitable environment for the Lord where he truly can be himself. And so um I believe yeah it's it's a time for us to to look for ways to really um increase our focus increase our focus um and and allow some of the things that are dulling the sharpness of 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 what God's begun to kindle in your heart what he's begun to awaken, these areas of shadowiness where 
you feel complacent or, or, or whatever it is, distracted. These are all strategies of an enemy and, and he's not wanting us to really come into um, a rich discovery of God. And, and more importantly, is looking for ways to do it in community and to do it together, to, to not have like um, just a time where, where it's an hour worship and, and we move on. You know, we, we live in a time where if you want to have more information, if you want another teaching, you can, YouTube is full of it. There's so many um, available resources. You could have 100 translations on your, on your, uh, on your iPhone of the Bible with commentaries and, and um, Strong's concordances and all this kinds of stuff. There is so much resource for us to be nourished in the word of God. And it's absolutely valid and it's important um, to receive good teaching. But there needs to be more environments where we, where we really create, we really allow the Holy Spirit to build this, this tabernacle in the spirit that, that becomes a landing strip for visitations of the Lord. Every move of the Spirit was kindled by environments like that where people simply surrendered the entirety of their lives in a place of prayer to be yielded to the Holy Spirit and to let him govern the earth, to let him govern your life first and then, and then your world and your house and everything that you're doing. And, and, and that's, what, that's what I believe he's looking for. I had, um, and I'll finish with this, but I had an encounter with a friend of mine. We were waiting on the Lord for a couple of days in a row and I remember we were in, in my prayer room and we were waiting together and, and in one moment it was like I saw in a vision, I saw the Lord's heart begin to open in the room and, um, and I realized that w- what was happening was that through this place of, of a genderless um, pursuit, a place of just wanting to be loved by him and, and to love him in return, to minister to him, um, and to and to see him for who he is and to allow ourselves to trust him, that he also desired to open his heart to us. And as he began to open his heart, we actually it was it was an amazing time because then we started to see things prophetically and and even, you know, burdens for intercession and things like that um began to to the seed of it began to fill the room and and when you step into a place of of prayer in a functional sense from that place of of intimacy there's so much weight to it and there's so much energy on it and there's so much glory on it because it's fueled by this burning heart of love um that that is the lord's so um so thanks so much for listening to this episode and um i hope that you feel um yeah just just refreshed and um, provoked again to to really find ways to simplify your world so that you can eliminate some of the busyness and um, p- posture yourself in this time to really wait on the Lord and to let him prepare your world, prepare your house, prepare your heart for seasons of increased visitations um, like Psalm 65. He visits, he visits the earth, the river of his glory. Um, is going to start to increase um, in this time, in this season. Thank you for listening to House of Wine, the podcast. I pray that you would start to fall into richer experiences in the glory of God. Please subscribe to stay up to date with what we have coming up in the future. And once again, thank you for listening.